got another question for you. Yeah. We, we put out on the on the podcast social medias. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Powers, right? Yeah. You know how James Bond has many, many different actors who've portrayed James Bond over the years? Yeah, you got um, uh, Big Snips Majiffin. Yeah. Um, you got Heath Gorgner. Heath Gorgner, yeah. I remember all these people. Um, you've got, um, uh, Pleather Clet. Yeah. Was, was famously controversial. Um, because it was just a, just an armchair. It's an easy boy, it's an easy boy armchair. An easy boy armchair? (laughs) They don't exist. It's lazy boys. Easy boy armchair. Easy boy armchair, fair enough. Uh, yeah. That was, that was a weird, that was a weird six film run. Pleather Kletz. <laughs> Pleather Kletz. James Bond. Yeah. Pun James Bond, easy boy armchair. Bond. Yeah. Just... People on, online were saying, you know, in, in, back in, back in the <laughs> late eighties, uh, like early nineties when, when uh, this was going on and everyone yeah. was angry and on, on the forums. Yeah. Saying and messaging boards. Well, they're still saying, angry now. It's there just should like... not be an Easy Boy armchair as Bond. Bond, yeah, could never be yeah. an Easy Boy armchair. Now, it's written in the books, right? Yeah. He's a he's a man. He's a man. He's a man. He's a, he's James a... Bond. Ian Fleming wrote that James Bond was a man. I cannot believe that they're casting a Easy Boy armchair as James Bond. Yeah. So anyway. We pitched the idea that uh, Austin Powers could be played by other people. Yeah. Because we couldn't really figure out anyone who would who would do... Because not only would they have to play Austin Powers, yeah. they would also have to play at least three other characters it's in that true, movie. It's true, yeah. I mean, or... Here's the thing. Keep Mike Myers on the show. Yeah. On, on, here's the thing. Austin, this is my kind of pitch for how you would address this. Not... I don't have anyone in mind. Mm. <clears throat> but... Austin Powers is a parody of James Bond. Yeah. Right? So, the next Austin Powers being, what is it, 15 years, 20 years later? Yeah, something like that. 20 years later, because it was 2000 and something, wasn't it? 2003? Yeah. No, no, 2005, I think. So, twenty member came out, so yeah. So, 15, 20 years later. Yeah. Um, and it being a different person, yeah. and Mike Myers still being... The version of Austin Powers that we know, yeah, but old, yeah, right, and and having that all, all the all the commentary and like joking and stuff that's gone into oh how does how does James Bond keep changing shape? Yeah. You know, is he just shot out the back like a like like a, a you know a dog you do, an old dog, yeah. and then they just bring in someone else on a tray? What, <laughs> like, what happens? Right, all of that can be explored in. <laughs> In Austin Powers <laughs> four, so they I think I think they put him into a blender or something, and and then out pops who I really like the idea of, who no one suggested, mm. Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, the man who played Kylo Ren. I'm as immediately Austin Powers. against it. Yeah, yeah. Why? Uh, I don't like. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't like Adam Driver at you, you all. Yeah, yeah. You think he's a fridge freezer, don't you? I do. I think he's a. I think he's a, a sentient fridge freezer. Yeah. Which. Yeah. You know, um, Pleather Kletz, 
yeah. did a good job of portraying Bond. Yeah, so you know, it's a it's a nice surprise. <laughs> He's a, he was a piece of piece of furniture, house yeah. furnishings. All those people online saying like, oh, you can't get a piece of Sentient furniture fresh freezer and make him uh, a major character in Star Wars. Yeah, he showed them, didn't he? Well, no, like uh, talking about pleather clets, people oh. going, oh, you can't make a sentient piece of furniture, James Bond. That's just sacrilege. Yeah, they weren't complaining when um, when. Time to sit down came out. Yeah, right. true, true. Um, yeah. But and they also remained interestingly silent when um, when Adam Driver was uh, was uh, cast as Kylo Ren. Yeah. But then I think that's probably because that's probably white goods privilege in it. I know, right? Yeah, but Adam Driver because he's got comedy chops. Listen, as seen in him... in Saturday Night Live sketches, which <laughs> up until up until fucking Wayne's World, Mike Myers also. Listen, Tom, him him running a, a clown butchery does not <laughs> does not give him comedy chops. It, it, all right, it does. He, uh, <laughs> he 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 does a really good job. If you ever watched the the cat, the cats do the funniest things video. Where he's putting on a weird squeaky voice. No, nope. it's it's very fun. I don't I don't choose to watch anything with Adam Driver in. Fair enough. Who would you like to see as Austin Powers then? Who would I like to see as Austin Powers? Yeah. Um. Uh, Lenny Henry. Oh, Lenny Henry would be a good choice, actually. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, I was saying this to my mum earlier. Uh, I quite like the idea of an American playing someone doing a British accent real bad. Sure. Sure. That, that that there needs to be things that stick. Yeah. But Lenny Henry is a very good choice, though. He's got comedy chops from that clown buttery, buttery that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That Adam Driver runs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've got a few suggestions here uh, from Ross Originals. We've got a cardboard cutout of Chris Evans, the DJ, uh, back when he had ginger hair. Just, just a cardboard cutout. Do you know what? An inanimate cardboard cutout. That came up on my. Um, <laughs> that came up on my uh, like notifications for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a title for this week. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, like quite a lot of these. I thought were titles. <laughs> like what? What's suspense thriller about a cardboard cutout? <laughs> DJ Chris Evans. I mean, like if that turned up in your house without any, <laughs> it would be pretty suspenseful. It'd be terrifying. What's yeah. it gonna do next? Uh, uh, from the same faces, we've got Peter Dinklage. Okay, he'd be a good. He, he he does a terrible British accent. He does do that. As God was supposed to protect so us. Do some do some Austin Powers lines okay. in in that voice. Yeah, baby. <laughs> What else does he say? What is it? Does he say uh, groovy, shagadelic, Sh- shagadelic? <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to make sure you you purse your lips when you say any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, shagadelic, <laughs> uh, baby. <laughs> it's not French, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, Aunt Wilson has given us uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's a good shout. A Canadian, old. yeah, a little bit old. Yeah, uh, Canadian actor, sure. same as Mike Myers. Mm. Uh, what's his face? Um, flipping ah, did Count Olaf and How I Met Your Mother and stuff. What's his name? 
Count Olaf. Yeah, from the TV series Series of Unfortunate Events. Oh, um, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil, I think Neil Patrick Harris is good. Yeah, Banning, actually, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty good. Um, I mean, you can imagine Neil Patrick Harris just dressed as Neil Patrick Harris saying, "Yeah, baby." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. it. Yeah, no. He's on the. St- he's with on- those with those glasses on, those flares. He's yeah. on the Tony's uh, awards presentation stage, yeah. and he says, "Yeah, baby," and you're like, "I'm sold." We need to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's probably the best one. Um, apart from right, this is <laughs> we've just we've been given a lot of joke answers. Yeah, Jim Carrey's pretty serious. Mark Newman, uh, Mark Newman, Marcus Newman's given as uh, Taron Egerton. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'll, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Kingsman and Kingsman plus Elton John does equals have, Austin Powers. Does he have the comedy chops? <laughs> um, Has he been to the butchery? I, rec- I reckon he could. He could do some very, very funny comedy. All right. Um, uh, Patrick Lippman's just said what I've just said. Uh, Kingsman plus Elton John equals Austin Powers. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, Rosemary Margarello's given us literally just Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah, you could imagine him in the glasses and the. It's true. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe though. Dan, oh yeah, I think that would be. Uh... He'd be like the most awkward Austin Powers. I think he can. I can. I think he can play showmanship up, right? Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. He, obviously, he's done reserved characters uh, thus far. There was an episode of Extras he was in where he played like a, a, a ladies' man, a star boy. You know, yeah, yeah but like much. he was dressed as a Boy Scout for the entire episode, and he ended up flicking a flicking an open like he'd open this condom. condom. Yeah, he yeah, flicked yeah. it at Damon Rig. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then uh, from Colin Lavelle, we've got Christian Bale. He would also have to play Doctor Evil, Fat Bastard, and Goldfinger. But like Christian Bale, like. Gold what? Gold member. Gold the character from Austin Powers. Did I just read? You said Goldfinger. Oh yeah, no. Uh, has he? Has he? Has he, 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 he written Goldfinger, Goldfinger as well? Interesting. Interesting. He would have to play the Goldfinger. Worlds collide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would have to play Goldfinger. Well, the thing is, in order to do Austin Powers, I don't know if you know this, but um, there is a kind of subcontract with the Broccoli family. Yeah. Um, which is um, uh, means that if they like like the look of someone they they do have to sign a rider saying that they will also agree to p- portray a character in a reboot of uh, <laughs> of, of goldfinger specifically fair enough. fair enough but like christian bale because he does the sort of uh, method acting yeah. thing of like gaining and losing weight sure. he would have to do that so much <laughs> i love i love the idea that I don't know. There's probably not a bit here, right? Yeah. But I do love the idea that many, for many, like for many method actors, yeah, gaining and losing weight is the only thing they do. Yeah. Like they don't try and get into character any other way. They just eat different. It's it's like when Christian Bale lost a load of weight. For, I think it was like the Machinist or something. It's just like it's like that's just Christian Bale, but thin. <laughs> it's just yeah. And then uh, when he was in the the big guy, yeah, um, he, big guy he, he gained a lot of weight, and it was just like that's just Christian Bale, but big, <laughs> big, yeah. I don't remember that film. Do you not? No, that's my favorite Christian Bale film. The, your favorite Christian Bale film, yeah. the big guy. The big guy. <laughs> no, it's the big guy, not the big guy. The big guy. Yeah, the big guy. Big guy. Big guy. What happens in the big guy? The big in the big guy, Tom. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale is um, uh, a kind of. Uh, a, a down and out, down on his luck um, car salesman. Oh yeah, and um, and essentially, 
uh, what happens is he goes to extreme lengths to try and make a sale because he's been bullied. Oh yeah. Um, and and basically he spots those big wacky waving men, <laughs> and he chooses to inflate himself. make it happen yeah oh i mean it already has happened it's, yeah yeah it's my favorite christian bale uh, yeah of course film. of course yeah. it's your favorite christian bale film yeah the big okay. guy yeah cool goes to extreme lengths um it's quite sad right because he does he does explode at the end <laughs> <laughs> all right so from tomaj trodikowski we've got how i met my knife how i met my knife yeah this is obviously a play on words here. Is it like how I met my wife? Yes. Yeah. How I met. So your I'm mother. thinking. I'm thinking that there's a serial killer, who. Sort of, I, I think. Is is known for stabbing people. Right. Okay. Right. And uh, played by um, who? Oh, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. There's yeah. something unsettling about him, right? There is something unsettling about Jason Perfect. Sudeikis. Perfect. Who's Voicing the knife. The, oh, uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, Actually, let's go with his real life wife, Olivia Wilde, director of Booksmart. She was Quora in Tron Legacy. Okay. She also had a bit part in the film called The Girl Next Door. Oh, the porn one. Yeah, yeah. She she wasn't the main. She wasn't the girl next door. She wasn't the porn one. But she was one of the students. Okay, well, who was in it for five seconds? <laughs> when me and Jenny watched it, we were just like, "That's Olivia Wilde." <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> what? All right. Well, you know, you'll have to voice her in this because um, I don't know who that is. I mean, she just sounds exactly like me, so okay. I'll, uh, I'll voice and everything. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking this is just this is kind of like a romance story, sort of a meet cute. Between okay. a serial killer and the best knife he has ever used. Is, uh, do, you, do you think... I think we should start this, mm-hmm. flashed forward, yeah. to him in a prison. Right? Oh, no. Like, no. like almost like oh, Hannibal yeah, yeah, Lecter style. Yes, yeah, in, right? in a flash forward. Sorry, yeah, I thought you yeah. were flash back. Um, so we flash forward to him in, in the prison <gasps> being talked to by a, a like a psychotherapist. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've got it. I've got it right. Um, do you remember... When the BBC were doing modern retellings of Shakespeare, yeah, Macbeth, the one in the kitchen, yes, where James McAvoy was trying to work his way up to celebrity chef status, uh, yeah, yeah, it's essentially that, right? But instead of the witches telling oh, him to do shit and Lady Macbeth, the one I remember, the bit I remember from that is pigs yeah. will fly, and then someone like drops a giant hog. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. and, it, and it, <laughs> a, a paint can like. Home Alone style, like falls onto the end of a thing, and a hog goes flying over the over, over the, Oh no, the prophecies are coming fucking true. Oh no, yeah. I've seen a pig fly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but I, I think right, he's sort of in the in the kitchen late at night, sort of doing food prep for the next day and stuff, and then he just hears a voice, just like, "You're better than this, you know you are," and he's just like, "What was that?" Like. Pick me up, Johnny. Pick me up and use me. I can make your dreams come true. <laughs> and and he stares, he stares around. Like, who's saying this? Who's who's saying this? And then, and then there's just sat on a little 
chair. Yeah. It's just a knife. Propped up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it comes off at the sort of hilt. Right. Like, just to talk. Like, sort of bounces up and down. Like a, like a, um, uh, a Canadian from South Park. Kind of, yeah, but also kind of like, uh, like at an angle. So there's like, it's still attached to the hilt, of course. Yeah, yeah, like like a Canadian from South Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> they, 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 the their, mouths, their mouths just they, open up. They detach at an angle. You know? Anyway. Agree to disagree. <laughs> but like, I, I think... It's the knife that sort of starts telling him to kill his other co-workers. Yeah. Because he's, un- he's under the thing of Jamie Oliver. Right. Right. He's going to kill Jamie Oliver and and become the, the head chef slash celebrity chef. Okay. And I think this all ends, like, before he goes to prison, it yeah. all ends with him being a head judge on the British Bake Off. Yeah. And he just goes and stabs everyone. He's just like, I'm sick of your hipster shit. Yeah. Oh, press the big cross, will you? Stab, stab, yeah. stab. Britain's got tarragon. <laughs> I'll blooming stab your neck in. It's a different reality show, but there we go, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, and I think like we cut back to, after it all kind of goes all bloody, we cut back to inside the prison. And they're like, uh, Jason... I need you to understand that you have gone through a what's what's known as a as a schizophrenic break. You are you are mm. seeing um, things that aren't real and projecting your own emotions onto an inanimate object. You it was actually your uh, ambition and frustration that drove you to you to do that, rather than it being a sentient knife. Mm. Uh, and and uh, like we're like, oh yeah, no, it must have been. And then he's like. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> Look behind you, and there's just a float, like just on the yeah, back yeah. of the chair. Yeah. It's just the knife boinging around, yeah, and yeah. it just it flips up and just stabs um, itself into the back of the psychologist's uh, uh, neck. Yeah, and that. Uh, so and, it was the knife that did the killing. And, and we see Jason Sudeikis like walking, blood dripping from the knife. Yeah, walking out of the prison. Yeah. <laughs> out into the woods. Yeah, like the end of uh, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Directed by Jordan Peele. Yeah, for sure. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a good one. Uh, how I Met My Knife. <laughs> okay, and so ended f- their life. How I Met My Knife and Ended Their Life. Little tagline. That's a good one. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, it's like the experience of going to a cinema, except an hour long, up to an hour long. Of instead of four and a half yeah. now. Yeah. You know, I was so happy when I went to see Harley Quinn and it was just over before I got bored of it. I know, I know right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when I went to see Endgame, I had to book time out of my day to go Ooh. and see that movie. I was like, yeah. right, well, this is going to be half the day gone. Yeah. Um, you need recovery time after that as well. Yeah, I know. You, you, you need recovery time. I've, I've eaten a lot of popcorn. You I'm need... going to have a popcorn hangover. You always have a popcorn I always, hangover. I don't know why I eat popcorn anymore. Anytime Tom's out of sorts, yeah. there's, it, it's usually because he's got a popcorn hangover. And yeah, it's it's the salt they put on the popcorn, yeah. right? The light cinema absolutely cakes it on. Yeah. It's probably more sodium chloride than actual corn. Than corn, yeah. 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 Uh, also, the chemtrails. The chemtrails yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, the showroom, however, yeah. sometimes it's fine. Yeah. Sometimes the salt levels 
pretty good. It's just sort of light, light bitterness yeah. to it. Other times, it's not as caked on as a light, yeah. but it's still enough to give me a hangover. Popcorn hangover. Like I'll be honest, Tom. When I'm at the showroom, I get sweet. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> like. I like sweet popcorn. Fair enough. Fair enough. But like, uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's a weird phenomenon that yeah. like I've been fine with up until like about six months ago, yeah. where I, I went to the cinema, ate a big box of sort of popcorn. The next day, I had a massive headache, couldn't really get out of bed, and just felt super hungry. It's the dehydration part of eating yeah. tons of salt. All the but, more reason to go to the showroom cinema, though. Yeah. Uh, because you've got a 50% chance of not having a popcorn hangover. 50% chance of not having a popcorn That and less popcorn. Yeah. Also, though, um, you do run the risk of uh, having uh, watching uh, a film um, that is in black and white yeah. and is very, very slow paced <laughs> yeah. with subtitles on yeah. um, whilst sat in front of the fartiest man on earth. <laughs> I mean, that can happen anywhere. That that the 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 light also had the lighthouse on. Uh, yeah, and but, I reckon but, a lot more like farty, week, smelly people go there. But like a week afterwards, it was yeah. really weird. Like we yeah. went to see the lighthouse because we were like, "Fuck, this is gonna be good." Yeah, and then we, yeah, and then I mean, it, it was out, all right. Like, yeah, it was fine. We were fine. We discussed it afterwards. Yeah, we dis- disliked it and then slowly came to like it at a neutral level. Yeah. <laughs> Just over the... Cup. I mean, it's a film that we could have pitched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, needed a couple of passes on the script, I think. Yeah. Um, we went to see it with, um, uh, like, one of one of my friends and colleagues, mm. uh, Matt, and also uh, Jenny Garner, who's been on the show. Yeah. And I think most of us have had the same experience of that film yeah. which was hating it when we walked out of the film yeah. and then sort slowly like, coming to, coming around to like it was fine it was alright yeah <laughs> it like, was just fine I don't know where the hype's coming from yeah well uh, I mean Willem Dafoe doing a big speech yeah that's fair that's about it that was the best bit of the movie Willem Dafoe speaking Willem Dafoe cannot fucking get out of I, I can imagine right Willem Dafoe just hates comic books at this point because <laughs> He can't. He keeps doing films yeah. that are like have artistic integrity, yeah. and like he's put a lot of himself into the into the role, yeah. right? And then during interviews, all people ask about is fucking <laughs> when he came back goblin. as the Green Goblin, <laughs> Green Goblin, fucking Aquaman, yeah. right? And right, I, he I looks watched, physically annoyed. I watched an an interview, uh, like a, a kind of press sort of gathering around hmm. him. I, we must have been the light, at the lighthouse premiere or something like that, yeah. Um, where um, like on a red carpet or, or like there's loads of press gathered around and people keep asking him not even about comic book <laughs> films he's been in but whether he thinks Robert Pattinson's going to be a good Batman <laughs> I mean it's the zeitgeist at the moment he's just like let's just let's talk about the lighthouse shall we yeah <laughs> let's just keep, let's just keep it on topic how, sh- how should I know if he's going to be a good Batman <laughs> that's what he said yeah he's like Obviously, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. played two char- side characters essentially yeah. in in some very, very like not central superhero movies. Yes, yeah. how? I mean, I don't know. Spider Man One, pretty big event. He's a big character. Sure. Yeah. Watched it the other day. He's how long ago did that best... come out? Two thousand. 
20 years ago? Yep. I think we can stop asking Willem Dafoe questions about we, the modern we can, comic We can book stop movie asking him questions about modern comic book movie industry when, when we stop forgetting about Spider-Man, which we'll never do. Because we watched that the other day, and my God, that film... <laughs> in some ways, does not hold up. In other ways, it's better than in most. In Will Defoe's performance ways, absolutely. He is possibly the most engaging comic book villain, movie villain we've ever had. Yeah. I well, mean, he led Joker. All the Spider-Man... Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Pretty great. Um, like, Bane, uh, awful. Yeah. Um, the Vulture in the new Homecoming. Very good. All the Spider-Man villains yeah. seem to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Every other Marvel I don't know, villain. like Mysterio. Dr. Octopus. Oh yeah, Mysterio yeah. is great. But like Dr. Octopus in number two, he's not bad. Yeah. Like, he's alright. Yeah. Yeah. You got Venom. Same same with Venom. Actually, yeah. completely completely forgettable. The, 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 like, the, it's possible no. from the trailer to forget that Venom's in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's like, there's oh right, a... Sandman's the bad guy yeah. in this film. <laughs> You know, you know the real bad guy is, don't you? It's uh, it's, it's big band jazz, is what it is. <laughs> big band jazz yeah. that lulls like a like a siren lulls Pisa into behaving badly. Like, like you say, you forget Venom in that film, right? Yeah. That is what Venom does to Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. So you remember it's an, that. <laughs> yeah, it's an iconic scene, but you don't see Venom. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he unless is Venom. Venom. Unless Venom is the, is the eyeliner beneath his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, that, that is essentially it. He's he's possessed by the symbiote, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, so there we go. I wish mm. Tom Hardy would do more jazz dancing. <laughs> Tom Hardy? Yeah, in the new Venom movie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. I where's, my, like... where's my jazz dance? <laughs> Where's my jazz dance? I've not seen it, but I guarantee you there's no fucking jazz dance in Venom. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.